have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Hey guys, it's me, Casey, and you are listening to Musings of a Wildflower. If this is your first time here, it's probably because you at home and you ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> and we accept you. Welcome. Join us. You are invited into our fold. Whenever you get here, it's fine with us. The good news is we're still recording podcasts. The kind of not so good news is I'm the editor. <laughs> Today's pretty simple. I wanted to talk to you about, I don't know if you've seen like the memes of when you log on to Instagram and it's just a bunch of red circles. <laughs> like everybody's going live. Everybody has something to say, which is, I guess great if you have something to say. I don't know that I just want to watch you paint your nails or anything like that. But I was thinking about even deeper some of the emotions sometimes that that brings up for people, not just people, for me. And I think one of the things that has really been on my heart and, I, and on a lot of creatives heart, people who have had God entrust them with particular visions and things that he wants them to do. And maybe for whatever reason, you didn't jump or you didn't leap right when he said so. And so sometimes what can happen is you'll have this idea in your brain and you didn't move on it and you have, you know, whatever type of shame or regret that's attached to that feeling, but then somebody else <laughs> starts doing what for you was the thing that God told you to do. And what I've noticed is like a lot of, I don't want to say they're the same thing because I think that anything from any person's point of view can be different even if you are technically doing something that is through the same medium. You know, one person doing a live isn't the other person doing a live because they're bringing their story, they're bringing themselves to the live. But I know that feeling of like, man, God gave me an idea and then I didn't act on that idea. And then two years later or three years later or 10 years later or six seconds later, somebody else does it. I call this like so many lives. <laughs> I am so sick of red circles. And I wanted to kind of, I mean, these are just thoughts that are sort of on my head. And I would love to hear your thoughts about it. I just, A, want to speak specifically to that fear. And as you guys know, I try to hold space for Christian creatives here, um, whether that be worship leaders, songwriters, visual artists, devotional writers. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you at the end. First of all, it's the middle of the night. Let me just say that it's literally 1 a.m. <laughs> so by the time you're listening to this, you may have like 24 hours to sign up for this round of something super special that I'll talk about in a second. Okay, rambling. But I want to speak to this idea, particularly for Christian creatives are inspired by God's stories that, oh, somebody's doing that thing that God told me to do. A, I completely understand the feeling. <laughs> I am guilty of it. I have experienced it and it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks because it can quickly turn into jealousy. And then when you're jealous of someone, you can never celebrate them. And when you can't celebrate people, you can't see their giftings. You can't receive the benefit of what it is they're doing when you're seeing them through the lens of jealousy. It can easily start to sort of spiral down into this thinking that, okay, well, you know, God doesn't want to use me anymore or dang, I didn't, I didn't capitalize on this. And then people are going to think I'm biting or do people still say biting, copying? 
you know, like people are going to think that I stole the idea from somebody else. So here's the first idea. Nothing belongs to you. God may give you something to steward, but it is through you for him. And that's really, really important. And the sooner we can grab onto that, and by we, I mean me and y'all, <laughs> the sooner we can stop being so upset and turned off when we see things that God whispered into our ears being reiterated somewhere else here in the universe. And the second point is kind of in line with that. There are things that God wants to see happen in every single corner of the earth in so many different circles of influence that he has to whisper some of the same ideas to multiple people so that somebody in Texas can hear the messaging that somebody in Atlanta is hearing, that somebody in Croatia is hearing, that somebody in Alaska is hearing, that somebody in Liberia is hearing all at the same time. So just because he spoke for you to do something and for someone else to do something does not mean that you know, you're copying that person person, it means that God has trusted you with a really, really, really big vision. And then the third one is one that I hadn't really thought about, but I want to, I want to put it out there. Sometimes, especially like now, you know, this time period with a lot of us being at home and having a lot of time to think and consider and lament <laughs> and ruminate over, you know, everything that's gone on in our lives. I genuinely believe in my heart that I have seen it confirmed in the lives of people that I love, people that I know, people that I don't even know at all. I believe that I am seeing a beautiful dispensation of grace for the Christian creator. Like there is, and I'll say it again, there is a beautiful dispensation of grace for the Christian creatives. I recognize that this is a hard time for most people. It's a hard time for me. I have had people close to me, you know, have people in their family pass away. I've had people close to me who've had illness. It's a reality. But even in that, I just feel that God is stopping time for the creative and giving us an opportunity to go back to our last place of obedience. And so I think one of the things we're seeing, if you're like, dang, I had this idea and then somebody else is already doing it. Now, if you copy and you, let me, side note, if you are copying, you are copying and that's whack. And that's a faith issue that you don't believe <laughs> that God can give you something special. But if you're like, man, God told me to do this thing and it's kind of similar to this thing that Sally or Joe is doing, but it kind of is a little bit different. I think what we are seeing is the convergence of grace on creative God ideas. That God is literally holding up time to allow us to go back in our journals, go back in our notebooks, go back in our memories to the things that he asked us to do. And so we're seeing this large, large number of people that are, you know, relaunching their business and coming up with amazing designs and writing wonderful songs and writing wonderful, like just pieces of literature. And it seems like it's happening so you know, at such a high volume. And I think that is because there is a amazing dispensation of grace on the Christian creative. Some of it is just, you know, numbers. It's, it's mathematical. Everybody at home and their ears are open and a lot of people's hearts are softened. And so this is the perfect time for God to release these amazing messages with such a humongous impact. And so instead of saying, dang, Keisha, Keisha is my favorite like made up person's name. I do not, I don't even think I know anybody named Keisha. Yes, I do. That's not true. But I use the name all the time. If you are Keisha and you are listening, I am not talking about you. It's just, it's just the name that comes out of my head. 
So <laughs> if you listen back to the episodes, like there's a lot of Keisha's and Keisha be doing this and that. It's a mess. But anyways, this this idea that like, okay, Keisha's already doing it. So I need to hang up my hat. And maybe it is that, man, God has trusted Keisha with something that he's also entrusted me with. And she's saying it in this way and I get to say it in another way. And so I think what we are seeing is this convergence of grace. Because like, I know for me personally, and I'll get to, you know, the thing that you have about literally 24 hours to, to jump in on if you want, to, if, if you want to, you know, God gave me a vision 15 years ago. I can remember my apartment in college. I was on the bottom floor. There was always spider webs over the front door, no matter what time we came and what time we left, the spiders would watch our cars drive away and build an entire condominium over our, <laughs> over our window frame, I mean, over our door frame. And so I remember in college and I was, I mean, I went to college when I was 16 years old. So I must've been 17, maybe 18. So we're talking, I'm 33 now. So we're talking literally 15 years ago, 15 plus years ago. I remember God telling me that he had graced me to write devotionals, that he had literally graced my mind to be able to take the concepts of scripture and communicate it to people in a way that they can digest and understand. And if I trusted him, he would allow the Holy Spirit to write through my pen. In the last 15 years, I have not written any full devotionals until now. <laughs> so I literally had just, I've just written my first five day devotional called What Remains, just as a, as an offering to the community of faith to walk through this idea that, hey, things are changing. And in my opinion, uh, there's lots of things that are going to be changing irreparably. Like some things aren't going back to the same way. And one of those things can be us. We don't have to go back to the same way of thinking. We don't have to go back to the same list of priorities. Like this is an opportunity to change. And so the devotional that God sort of inspired me to write is this idea called what remains. As you are deciding what you bring back into your life, what, what really stands, what's gonna remain, what's gonna be a part of what is your new lifestyle. And so I don't say that to pitch myself. I would love for you to be a part of it. If you're on like Instagram or anything like that, just follow me on KCJ Music or go to kcjmusic.com or whatever if you want, if you want more information. But that's not my point. My point is I know that feeling of, dang, everybody got a devotional. Everybody's starting a church. Everybody got a book. Everybody has, don't nobody want to listen to me read. And I literally and I can tell you this because I try to be as transparent as, as like possible. I just was convinced in my brain that it was going to be me and my mama, that my mom was going to register. <laughs> she was going to give me five dollars <laughs> and maybe like a few of my best friends. So I didn't feel like, a, you know, a complete failure. And even if I did, that's the thing I was talking to my friend about. I was like, you know, there's all this pressure for productivity, right? Like do, 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 do. And and great. If God is pushing you towards that, that's wonderful. He's definitely and indefinitely in some ways pushing me towards that. But in other in other ways, he's pushing me to sit, 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 listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Um there's this idea, I I guess it's an idea that you know, we, we have to do and we have to do it to perfection. And sometimes it's not perfection, it's completion, right? It's just doing it. And sometimes the gift of doing is for the person who is doing. Sometimes it's just saying, yeah, man, God, you can trust me and I can finish something. For some of us, that's the messaging we've been looking for. I have the capacity to finish, 
not just the capacity to start. I feel like I'm like combining a bunch of different episodes um, from previous seasons, but it's just on my heart that to let particularly Christian creatives know you have the capacity to finish, not just to come up with the idea, not just to have a great idea, but to finish it. And there is something in the consistency that it requires to finish a God idea that brings so much grace to the creative that it, then it doesn't even matter if nobody listens to the podcast or nobody signs up for the devotional or nobody reads your book or nobody does whatever. You've gleaned so much just from the doing. So, I mean, this is all over the place and I don't, I don't know exactly who this is for and maybe it's for me to listen to myself or... You know, I know that sometimes God takes words and he puts them on a shelf and then they come back to really impact us in an amazing way. So I don't, I don't know how this is working out, <laughs> but what I do know is this, you were called to do great things. There is something in this earth that your life is meant to be an answer to. So let's get over the girl, everybody on live, everybody selling whatever they sell in t-shirts. That was one thing. I was like, everybody's selling t-shirts <laughs> or, or whatever, whatever it is. I speak to the entrepreneurial spirit in you that it will not be dampered by other people's success that we can learn to celebrate people and, <laughs> and celebrate them with pure hearts, not celebrating them and connecting with them with the hope that sometimes that connection can garner some type of benefit for you. But just learning how to love on people and support people just to support people is an amazing, amazing gift. It's something God has been really like beating me over the head. I follow a lot of dope, amazing female creatives. And like, I've just felt the need to just reach out to them and be like, man, you dope. <laughs> like, I don't want nothing. I'm not trying to get a discount on nothing. I just think you're amazing. And if there's anything I can ever do to help you, let me know. And you would be shocked how just that one thing has really impacted people. I've had people respond back like, yo, today was a rough day. And of course I had no idea of knowing that. And so I think if there's anything, I, this feels like the most sporadic episode of all, they all, they all be all over the place. <laughs> but A, that these ideas don't belong to you. Number one, it's through you, but it's really by him. And that takes the pressure off of feeling like you're stealing ideas or, you know, this is an inopportune time. Like for a lot of us, this is our time. And we, and we feel it. Like we feel it in our hearts. We feel it. My mom calls it in your knower. <laughs> we know it is. And there is a special grace for the Christian creative right now. So I encourage you. I admonish you. I push you <laughs> if I need to to jump into the river, it is moving. And it is taking us to places that our eyes have not seen and our ears have not heard. So I wanna thank you for checking in with me. Child, we'll see what this edit is gonna be like, honey. <laughs> we don't know. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling like centered. I feel like I'm getting clearer. The devotional is done and ready to go. Um, so I'm actually walking through the five days with a group of people that sign up ahead of time. But even after that, we're probably going to make it available for people to download and walk through, you know, on their own pace, in their own pace and at their own time. I say it all the time. And, uh, the same thing is true tonight. I want to thank you. Thank you for allowing me to speak into your life, particularly to speak into this really sensitive time of your life. Um, I don't take it for granted that we should be prayerful about who and what we allow to make an impact 
on our God image, to make an impact on our thinking, to make an impact on um, our God ideas. The fact that you trust what it is we communicate here at Musings of a Wildflower is really such an, an honor for me um, and the rest of my crew that kind of helps me make this thing happen. So um, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for peace for you. I'm praying for new ideas. I'm praying for the recollection of old ideas. And I'm praying that you be used. So again, my name is Casey. You are listening to Musings of a Wildflower. And we're going to try again for two weeks. (laughs) See you soon.